If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hello and welcome to the Mirror Gaming Walkthrough, the weekly gaming news show. We've got a cracking show for you this week. A very personal show. We've got, just got me and Lewis talking about EAFC 24 following the gameplay reveal earlier this week. Uh, Lewis went to the uh, Amsterdam event last week where he got hands-on with the game. He got to see the game in all its glory, go through all the new details. We'll get all the latest gossip for you and more in today's Mirror Gaming Walkthrough, but not before we go through the credits. <laughs> Are you prepared to go public with your KD online or? No. Everyone thinks he or she is the best football expert on the planet. You see it in the back page of the mirror, you know, your deal agreed. I think the most important thing is just to have fun. What? Three tenths. No, what button is it? I'm well. Hello. We're ready to come for the W, yeah? Ooh, 12. Ooh, here we go. If you can master second man press, you will defend 10 times better. Today, I'm going to be reviewing the PSVR 2 headset. Welcome to the Mirror Game Walkthrough with me, Nathan Bliss, and my good colleague, Lewis Barton. Lewis, how are you doing? You all right? Yeah, great to be here. Yeah, back from Amsterdam now, so ready to get into everything EAFC 24. Great. Back in one piece as well. Did you have a good time? Yeah, loved it. They were really, really good. Never been to the city before, so it was nice to experience all of it. Uh, Yeah, brilliant. Cool. Well, let's talk about that event then, because this week we got the gameplay reveal. We got a gameplay deep dive trailer. But last week, obviously, was the live stream reveal event where they EA revealed EAFC 24 to the world with a live stream uh, where they brought out various guests and things. And some of it was quite awkward, found quite funny at times with different different footballers and celebrities and things. Um, how how what? First of all, let's go through that live event. How was that as an experience for you being there uh, in person? Fantastic. Well, I think the size of it from other journalists I spoke to was nothing they'd seen before. There was three to 400 people there, I think, in total. And I think the FIFA 23 launch event had 20 people there in total. So it was quite the step up, I think, uh, for a lot of people. But I guess that's what's going to happen when they got a whole big rebrand. You know, there's a lot of pressure, I feel like, on this game for EA. And they wanted to make it start with a bang. So um, the event itself was, yeah, it was brilliant. They built like a, this stage with like a tunnel to walk down, like it was you were entering the, the EAFC pitch. Uh, and then everyone took their seats and they presented the game. So the live stream is what you guys would have seen at home. Uh, but yeah. We managed to be there first person seeing it live. Um, and it was a great experience. Like you said, a load of pro players and ex-pros came out uh, to sort of like, you know, show off the game. Ian Erling Haaland, the cover star, came out in his bright green pajamas, uh, which that gave a few people a few laughs. Um, and yeah, like you mentioned earlier, a few ex-players. So you know, Ronaldinho was there, Luis Figo, Didier Drogba, Alex Scott, you know, legend of the women's game, uh, yeah. all to show off that unrivaled authenticity from EA. So showing off, you know, we got the Premier League, we got the Champions League, we got women's football. No one else has this. You should come by our game. Uh, and yeah, like you mentioned, a bit awkward at times, you know, because these ex-pros came onto this stage, you know, big reveal, as you can see here in the video, <laughs> really big over the top reveal. Um 
And Bar Harlan, who actually did speak, uh, the rest just came up, put the trophy down, gave a little fist yeah. bump, walked off. Uh, but the, you can't tell in the video, but the crowd was really excited by all of it, especially Ronaldinho, I'd say. Uh, he's mm. been. Where are you in the crowd? Where are you? Uh, I'm just on the left side the, of the tunnel. Um, oh, about there somewhere. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, about there. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, cool. Uh, I think, you know, Ronaldinho was like, you know, the the player <laughs> for a lot of people who are growing up, like the player. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was a big one for a lot of people. And Harlan, you can say, is the new generation's uh, Ronaldinho in a way with the, he's like yeah. the, star, the star player, isn't it? Like Mbappe was last year. But um, overall, fantastic event where I also got to get my hands on the game for the first time, get my first yeah. taste of EAFC. Cool. Well, before we go into that, because I do want to hear about that a bit more. Why was he wearing pajamas? Was there anything? Do you know what? I think it's when you reach a stage that big in your career, (laughs) you just get the past. You get past the point of caring, and it's like I think I've seen him when Man City won the uh, when Man City won the the Premier League, the Champions League, the treble. Uh, he went out on their their club night out, I think, in a in a set of blue pajamas. So maybe it's his luck. He's trying to make it like a signature look or something. Uh, Yeah. But it did get a few laughs, I think. Yeah, I noticed that he had EH as well on on the sort of band. Yeah, bit as embroidered well. pajamas. Yeah, yeah like I mean, a, yeah. I mean, who am I to to talk about fashion <laughs> advice? Like he he pulled it off. So it's, yeah, do you know what I'm gonna say? That he he actually pulled it off as well. He had yeah. the matching trainers, matching shoes yeah. to go with it. So I think an outfit like that, it's all about confidence, isn't it? If you've got the confidence. Then you pull it off. I mean, yes. I mean, when when you're the cover star of EAFC 24, well, you can do whatever you want. I that's think. it. Yeah, but th- this isn't a fashion podcast. If you've just tuned in now, uh, apologies and thank you, thank you to everyone who's tuned in as well. Uh, Matt's in the chat. How many people are at the event? I bet those PJs cost a smooth 200k. I don't know. Probably, probably custom probably. pajamas. Yeah. I don't know. They look very well fitted. Um, why are we going back to fashion? Uh, let's, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go back to uh, AFC twenty four. Then, so you mentioned that you got your hands on some gameplay. Obviously, EAFC twenty four is the first time that EA are doing their own game without the FIFA branding. So there's a lot of people expecting so much from this game in terms of how the game feels. Maybe they're looking for a fresh experience. Maybe they're looking for something, you know, completely different to what they've looked at with FIFA before. Um, Maybe they're expecting something to look completely different, like a black and white sort of thing. From your experience, how, how did EAFC perform in your opinion in terms of gameplay? Yeah, like you mentioned there with expectation, I think it was very mixed getting there, speaking to other people who are at the event. Some people were expecting the world of this. They were expecting, you know, a brand new game, a brand new feel, yeah. everything completely different. Whilst some people were quite skeptical based on the fact that the past four FIFA titles, which have all been produced by EA, so gameplay has been the exact same. So how could they make it different? And to be fair to EA, at the end of the day, it's a football game. There's only so different. You can you can only make it so different to how it was last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always said with the, the FIFA titles, the one thing they've always got spot on is the presentation. It's always looked good. Uh, the cutscenes have always been interesting, uh, and they've never had an issue with that. They always seem to smash that, and they did it again this year. I think some new presentation they added into it as well that I really like was um, a cutscene when a free kick is given. You had the referee's POV. As a little animation, so you can really, see, yeah, wow. players ref uh, having a go at him, asking you know, trying to argue the decision whilst he's spraying the markings on the floor. Um, so once again, presentation was fantastic, but the gameplay I felt it was different to FIFA 23, but not massively in my opinion. Okay, and I think 
so yeah the way it looked gameplay wise not much different the way it felt gameplay wise not much different but there were some features that were that really stood out that weren't in the FIFA 23 so i think you know the new hypermotion v technology um you could really Which we're tell... looking at now with diff the different yeah. play styles and things exactly yeah. you could you could really tell a difference in that technology compared to hypermotion 2 uh i think it was hypermotion 2 and hypermotion 1 they used the second uh, players from the second and third division of spain uh to calculate their data who wore body suits whilst this year uh they could use i think it was volumetric data to to get information from like over 180 uh matches at the highest level so premier league champions league uh to get 1.3 billion frames of data so again it's a lot of big numbers it's a lot of big yeah. words it's a lot of describing it. uh they've really described it to be amazing and you could feel it you could feel a difference i think in the way people played they go through it in this video here as well with hypermotion how there yeah. are specific movements players have that reflects you know how it is in real life they had the that robertson slide tackle you had the, the harlan goal against dortmund this harlan goal here with mm -hmm. his run style the way he flaps his arms about and he arches his back as you can see there it's it's the exact same in game now and mm. i said with harlan being the cover star it sort of feels like all these things have been implemented to suit him and he mm. is extremely overpowered in the game. Every team, well, I say every team, there was four teams to use in the in the, the version we played. There was Manchester City, there was PSG, Chelsea women, and Lyon women. Um, and Harlem was by far the best player I used. He was just a monster. Uh, yeah. Shooting techniques, there was new animations for that as well, which I think made it more interesting. Uh, they had a new precise passing system as well, which is part of the Hypermotion V technology. Uh, which players like the Bruin, really, it really suited them. You know, it has like a little indicator where your pass is going to go, and there's new passing styles like those curved passes and and all sorts. Um, so I think it did feel slightly different, not massively different. But I mm -hmm. think once the full game comes out, I'm excited for it. I got really high hopes. Cool. And I was just I was just looking at the different play styles there and how they're sort of integrating that data into into FIFA. I think what this is probably the most exciting thing about this game for me. Is that for so long, not not because they didn't want to, but because the technology wasn't there. For so long, football games, going back to pairs and then a FIFA as well. There's a lot of players that feel very generic in terms of like how they move, how they pass, how they shoot. And there's certain the certain players um on Ultimate Team, for example. Um, I'll give you an example. Me personally, I was really excited to to buy Enzo Fernandez future stars because he's got great attributes. But then when actually integrated him in, into my team he felt so generic he didn't have a face scan he had like a an average um or stocky body type uh the height didn't feel quite right because i've I watched a lot of football so I, I know how a player should look and i sort of get used to that watching the game but i think with this technology it's really exciting how genuinely if you're playing with two top teams or an ultimate team to against another ultimate team with top players Every player could feel unique. That's quite exciting. That's probably a, a first for football video games, which see, it sounds quite exciting. Yeah, and EA mentioned like the Trinity. They had this thing. It was the hypermotion. It was the, the hypermotion triangles. V. Oh, the triangle. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah, a triangle yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hypermotion V, the new frostbite engine, and it was the EA Sports like Sapien tech. Yeah. Um, and this tech, it, it pretty much, it gave more unique body types. So scientific detail to the player's skeleton to help players that more realistic and muscular. So like you mentioned there, you use players who feel quite generic. Yeah. The first person that I think of that comes to mind when I think of like 
not unusual, but like a standout player, like body wise and play style wise, is Adama Traore. You know, mm. he is stocky and wide build, but like stocky is in muscular. Yeah. Um, he he, no one else playing football has a body like him. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But then when you played FIFA, he looked the same as every other player. Um, and from what they showed us in the presentation, uh, Traore looked incredibly different, way more realistic. Uh, and it is even down to players like him who play for Wolves. You've got accurate play styles, yeah. accurate body types, accurate everything. Um, so when you're using two big teams like Man City and PSG, because uh, there's so many big names in that team, those teams, you really do see like how they perform in real life reflected in the game. So yeah. uh, Mbappe, his running style, even the way he takes penalties, his shooting technique, yeah. it looked just like how he shoots in real life. And Haaland's yeah. running technique, the same. Um Greedish on the ball he was quite slow and he a lot of shoulder dropping a lot of fainting and that comes yeah. into the play styles again 34 play styles are being added in this year like you just yeah. saw then slightly um, yeah i just want to go back to the salah penalty because that was really, so this is the mbappe technique that this salah penalty is really interesting because obviously they put that in there hmm. they put so this is off the ball as well as yeah. on the ball. So that yeah. that's where I feel like it could be really interesting because not only do you get that sort of like gameplay style, but also when they're off the ball, they could do things that you've seen them do in real life, which is sort of exciting as well. Um, and I think that's the way you had the the chat with the guy, just the FIFA ratings, people like Thomas yeah. Muller, who yeah. when they're actually in the game uh, or on the ball, for example, there's nothing that really stands out. But they're still yeah. so good, and that's down to his footballing brain and his movement yes. and his ability and those sort of manners. And yeah. I feel like in a game like this, where they've been so in touch with details like that, someone like Muller could feel even better than he should do because yeah. it's down to those little like minor details. So, yeah. um, like you mentioned, off the ball stuff like Harlan last year uh, on FIFA 23, when he had the ball at his feet. He felt like Haaland because when you're running with him, he sort of has that long, lengthy run style because the new yeah. lengthy techniques. As this year, if you make a through ball, he's before you even making that pass. He's sprinting. He's making those yeah. runs. His movement yeah. of the ball is fantastic. And it's not just like, oh, his movement's good. He moves away from his defender. He will like arch a run. He will find yeah. the space. He knows what he's doing. Um, but I got to say with the play styles, though, they're putting a lot of sort of hype into this about mm. um, how important it can be. Uh, it is just replacing the traits, uh, the yeah. traits that are used yeah. in FIFA 23, yeah. which I personally didn't feel made make a huge difference. Mm. Um, and apart from it one did or at two the start, didn't players, it? It did at the start well, of the cycle, yeah. and then it sort of faded away. Yeah. Well, I think like so they have this year they're going to have play styles and play styles plus. Play styles yeah. plus gives a player like an even better, makes it even better. So for example, yeah. Vinicius Junior was a standout, the trickster play style. Uh, he's a trickster playstyle plus which means there's certain flicks and tricks that only he can do that are specific right. to him okay. that makes him a standout player that makes him different from others but there are a lot of players where they would have like a power shot you know power trait mm. uh, trait for example yeah. um and you, you you couldn't tell too much so i feel like the plow mm. the, the play styles plus could be extremely overpowered but whilst the normal play styles to me i just weren't making too much of a difference on my first impression yeah no that's really interesting and Vin Vinny junior obviously is one of those ones where his running style is also very unique, and his skills are also very unique as well. And it's it, we've we saw some of the skills involved in there. I'll be interested to see like those players that have these play styles, the premium play style, play styles plus. Sorry, it's all a premium yeah. play style. I'm used to like premium edition and stuff, but uh, play style plus. 
I wonder if they'll be the ones that are like overpriced on the market at the start of the game because people want to have these specific play styles that they that yeah. these players have. And with the ultimate team play styles, because I know, I know it works differently in different gamers. So, for example, in clubs, um, you can assign play styles to certain players. So, it's right, okay. So, like if you were an attacking midfielder in, in clubs and you wanted to take a lot of long shots, mm. uh, you could you could get the the power shot traits, which gives you more power on the shots, which means you've got a better chance of scoring. In yeah. ultimate team as well, uh, it was mentioned that. For example, say Erling Haaland gets a Team of the Week item because he scored a, a 90-second minute bullet header to win the game. Yeah. Uh, his Team of the Week item will then have the play style, ver- bu- uh, the bullet header trait, uh, yeah. play style, yeah. sorry, uh, which means he has an extra bonus rather than just upgraded stats, which mm. EA sort of promised something similar in the past. In the 23, they said, you know, if Haaland scored a, a header to win the game and got a team of the week item, his heading stat would be increased, but it never happened. That remember. never happened. Yeah, never happened. No, it never happened. I think they happened. use um didn't they use Bellingham as as something or they, or they yeah, use him as I think the, there was someone like Bell I think it might have been Bellingham as an example. Maybe like he he scored a long range screamer and yeah, his long shot in yeah. game stat was like really high. Yeah. But that never happened. And but I think the introductions of play styles make that easier for them to apply. So hopefully we'll yeah. see that regularly. That that's really interesting as well. The, that Harlan goal as well. Obviously, that that's a big a big deal because it's one of those ones that is very unique to that player. Um, I wonder if you have to do anything special to do that, or if it's just you're playing with them and then yeah. it happens naturally. I, so I think that? it was just it happens because really? uh, obviously we got to use Man City. And when I think of Haaland scoring like those sort of goals, there was that one against Dortmund. And I think yep. of the one against Manchester United where De Bruyne crossed it in and he sort of just, he he threw himself forward, waiting for the ball to come to him, then threw a leg out. So yeah, like that one there, yeah, a bit yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was just like, yeah, because he's so acrobatic and such yeah. like, a, like a, a big body type that you would send the cross into him and you would sort of have these animations and techniques that no one else I used had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was really interesting to see that in game. And like you mentioned with the off the ball stuff, um, even celebrations now, like the one where he pushes the camera around and stuff, yeah, which is replicated yeah. exactly from a celebration in real life. Uh, I do think it is, it, it's really promising, I think, compared to the past frostbite, uh, yeah. not frostbite, hypermotion engines. Yeah. No, it's really interesting. I think one of the biggest things, and what I always say as well, is that I think EA have always got an advantage at events like these because the games are always local. So you're getting yeah. like the, the best version of the gameplay. I think the real test with the gameplay will come when they open the servers on launch day and people get into games and you get to have that sort of ultimate team experience. That's when the gameplay will need to stand on its own, not in a controlled environment where, it, you know, you're getting the snappiest. Like we, We've joked, haven't we, before? Like if you're playing a game against someone like live at someone's house, you're, you're getting... People say, oh, I'm better, like... Live, I'm, I'm better in a live event sort of thing, don't they? Yeah, they yeah. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see how it actually performs in real life conditions, if you like, rather than just sort of local. Uh, I think that'll be the biggest test. But um, so over overall opinions on gameplay, would you say it's an improvement? And what are the mate? What are some of the main yeah. differences? Uh, I definitely say it's an improvement. I think this year, like I said, you can tell the difference between the hypermotion technology. I yeah. feel. The the individuality of players this year is something which I really like because yeah. especially building an ultimate team, for example, you know. Yeah. Uh you're trying to pick individual players who suit a certain team. 
so this year, you know, if you are more of a trickster or, you know, you like to go for more cross the ball into the box more often, you can go for certain players with certain play styles who suit that. So people like Trent, for example, Alexander Arnold, I think he has like a play style to do with like a curved pass or curved cross. Ooh, yeah. um, okay. I saw it in one of the trailers as well. Uh, and it, it just, I feel like it would make that slight bit of difference to help suit your team. Yeah. Uh, but gameplay-wise, like you mentioned, yeah, I think there is real differences this year. It feels more realistic. It looks more realistic. Mm. But I think we'll have to wait until the actual game is released because plenty yeah. of times in the past we've been really excited by trailers, yeah. uh, deep dives, think yeah. it looks really good, looks really different. Uh, but when the game comes, those promises haven't been kept. And you yeah. know, we saw last year with the, the lengthy uh, play styles, the game started off and everyone was like, this is the best FIFA in years because it's not yeah. the same where pace matters. You know, you've got players like Harry Kane, you've got players like Erling Haaland, you know, these lengthy players mm. who are performing really well, making it more even. But then, you know, a few months down the line, that stopped. And yeah, it was quickly. Yeah, yeah. Mbappe, Vinicius, all these fast players again. Yeah, absolutely. One final question for me. Could this have easily been FIFA 24? Do you feel like there's enough of a step forward? Do, do, do you see what I mean? In terms no. of like, it, this could have easily just been what FIFA 24 would have been without, like, yeah. is this really something that they, they oh, we had to get rid of FIFA to do these changes? Do you buy that at the stage? Or? Personally, I think gameplay-wise, uh, FIFA would never really had a say. So this could have easily been FIFA 24. But I feel like when it comes to maybe content-wise, like an ultimate team and yeah. new features in different game modes, not to do with the gameplay, FIFA yeah. may have had a say in that. So, you yeah. know, with ultimate team this year, they've obviously teased a lot of things to do with the yeah. evolutions and women's players in games. That could easily be something that FIFA didn't want to associate with their name mm. because in, mm. it, they could see it as unrealistic, you know, having uh, players change positions, players, you know, who are these really low ratings become really good. And yeah. having women and men in the same team in a game, um, that could have easily been something that they said, okay, we don't want to do that because that's unrealistic. Though mm. at the end of the day, it's a game. You know, Fantasy if you're using, mode, yeah, yeah, if you're if you're using players who you know haven't played for forty years, uh, who are better than players who are current, <laughs> you know, like so there's nothing wrong with having a, a yeah. Why isn't Ronaldinho fifty years old in my game? Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if they want to be extremely realistic, yeah, yeah. that's what that would yeah. be like. So. Yeah. Um, and there was a big change to menus as well. The way it looked, I think it looked fantastic. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, it was, I was a big fan of how the menus looked. It was, it took you back to that retro FIFA style where it was sort of the uh, the column on the side that you could scroll down. That's cool, um, but with like a more futuristic look. That is really that's nice. cool. That's really cool. Well, thank you so much, Lewis, for giving us the juicy gossip from the Amsterdam event. Really appreciate it, and uh, it's fast. It'll be fascinating to see how it actually performs because this is this is a very early build i would guess so there's probably going to be oh, changes yeah. since until we get our hands yeah, we on expect it we expected playing it everyone who was there that this will is very far from the final product yeah it felt quite slow but like mm. i said i think that will speed up as time goes on especially yeah. with ultimate team promos they're sort of yeah. preparing themselves absolutely um but overall promising let's say that's promising cool all right, well, thank you very much, Lewis. Really appreciate uh, your time today. Thank you for giving us all the goss on EA, EA FC 24. And thank you for you guys so much for watching. I hope that helped uh, in terms of EA FC and what we learned from the event and things. Uh, and if you've got any, any comments or questions, please leave them down below. We'll try and answer them for you after the after the video has gone live but um thank you so much and we'll catch you next week in next week's mirror gaming walkthrough see you then bye bye <laughs>